Hello, and welcome to Wineication, the podcast, where we discuss everything from wine, food and wine pairings, entrepreneurship and starting a wine business, diversity and inclusion, as well as what's happening in Wichita, Kansas. I'm your host, Jennifer McDonald. I'm the founder, CEO, and winemaker of Jenny Don Cellars, an urban winery soon to be located at Union Station in downtown Wichita. I am joined today by my two employees, Gabriella and Kale. Today, we will be talking about all things Chardonnay, from where the grape is grown to how it is made, as well as some food pairings. We will also open up a bottle of Jenny Don Cellars 2017 Chardonnay from Sonoma Coast. Grab a glass of Jenny Don Cellars wine and let your moment begin. So some people know this, but others may not. Chardonnay is the most popular white wine on earth, and more recently, it has become even the most divisive. Travel to any wine region in the world, and you'll find at least one vineyard growing Chardonnay. Chardonnay can be grown anywhere. It's a wine that can be simple or regal, aged for many years, or consumed immediately. It's super diverse. So how did Chardonnay become so popular and why has it recently gotten somewhat of a bad rap? We will be discussing all of this today on Wineacation. Chardonnay was born in the Burgundy region of France where it was known as White Burgundy. And it was there that the wine gained great acclaim for its elegance. Soon after Chardonnay's rise in popularity, winemakers in the Champagne region began to grow the grape as well, using it primarily for sparkling wines. While grown in the same region, the Chardonnay grapes took on a very different characteristic in Champagne than they had in Burgundy. Winemakers began to realize that the grape had a unique knack for truly embodying the terroir, the region and the area where the wine was grown. So no two places that grow Chardonnay produce the exact same wine, yet every wine region finds it is relatively easy to grow. This discovery has helped the grape quickly spread across the world. As the grape spread, winemakers discovered that warm climates would produce a Chardonnay grape that was ripe and full of tropical flavors. While a cooler climate, the grape had flavors of apple as well as earthy fall aromas such as mushroom and the smell of fall leaves. I love the smell, the smell of fall leaves at this time of year. So that's kind of a cool, cool characteristic to find in this Chardonnay. So with the variety of different Chardonnays that can be produced around the world, wine drinkers literally have a Chardonnay for every season and occasion. This worldwide variety allows Chardonnay to go extremely well on its own while sitting outside in the summer or even on cold winter nights with a hearty stew. I personally love Chardonnay with just about any dish. Um, I feel like Chardonnay goes really well with seafood, so you can pair it with shrimp, you can pair it with salmon, any sort of tilapia or, you know, fresh fish. But then Chardonnay also goes well with pork and chicken as well as turkey. It's super 
versatile. And then it also can be good with vegetarian dishes. So if you're not currently a Chardonnay drinker, try it just with a meal that you have made some evening, and you'll be surprised at some of the great pairings that you can truly come up with. So in California during the 80s and 90s, winemakers, especially the mass market ones, started going a little oak crazy. So if Chardonnay is so versatile, then what has caused the wine to get a bad rap? One word and one word only, oak. I personally refer to these wines as butter bombs. They are truly just too heavily oaked. Winemakers began to discover how adaptive the grapes were and found that it was incredibly responsive to being aged in oak. A little oak on Chardonnay is a very good thing. It creates a luscious mouthfeel we expect in a Burgundy Chardonnay. Um, and it gives it just a kiss of vanilla. The problem is if the wine gets too much oak, bad things can truly happen. Now, I know um, despite being one of the most popular varieties in the world, Chardonnay can actually be one of the toughest ones to understand. So Kale and Gabby have prepared some questions for me to help explain the grape. So is Chardonnay a grape or a region? So that is a really, really good question. It's a simple question, but an easy question to answer. So Chardonnay is a green-skinned grape varietal that produces white wines in regions all over the world. And where does Chardonnay come from? Chardonnay was born in Burgundy, as we discussed. It's in the eastern part of France, and it is considered to be the best region for growing the variety in the world. So even though it's from Burgundy, where all does Chardonnay grow? So Chardonnay grows in basically every wine-producing region in the world. The most popular regions for growing Chardonnay are Burgundy, California, Champagne, Washington State and Australia, though the grape is also grown in England, New Zealand, South Africa, New York, the Lombardy region in Italy, and elsewhere. And where exactly does your most recent 2017 Chardonnay come from? So it comes from California and specifically Sonoma Coast. Um, I'm going to say then that Sonoma Coast is my favorite Chardonnay grower. <laughs> So what kind of wine does the Chardonnay grape make? So Chardonnay is best known for making dry white wines that range from all over the flavor profile spectrum, from mouth-watering and super high, you know, high acid to rich, creamy, and full-bodied wines. And so how much does an average Chardonnay cost? So Chardonnay can range all over the spectrum with inexpensive bottles as little as $5 and then Grand Cru's um, from France for hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Our Jenny Don Cellar Chardonnay is $39.99 when you purchase it directly from us. It's a little more expensive when you buy it at the wine retailer or liquor store. And I know that we discussed wine ratings last week, but I think one of my favorite wine ratings that I've ever seen was actually on your Chardonnay. And someone had rated it at four and a half out of five and said, 
I never thought I would give a $40 Chardonnay a rating like this if it wasn't from France, yet here I am. (laughs) I love it. See, people really do appreciate our Chardonnay. And I know you mentioned it, but what exactly is an oaky Chardonnay? So during the late 20th century, Americans truly became obsessed with the huge butter bomb Chardonnays, which meant taking the juice and aging it in prominently new oak to impart creamy, buttery flavors. Nowadays, though, the craze for buttery Chardonnays is declining, thank goodness, with the American palate gravitating towards more balanced bottles, which I have to say, you know, I love our Jenny Don Cellars Chardonnay because it is really balanced. I feel like that's one of the first things I hear when I mention Chardonnay is somebody saying, oh, no, I don't like oak. It's like that's like the first thing they say. Well, especially if it's a Chardonnay from California. So the Californians did go a little crazy on the oak for a while. And now I think a lot of the winemakers are backing off from that. But Chardonnay still has that stigma that it's going to be oaky. So whenever we pour our wines at events, we just have to explain to people truly what they're getting so that they can appreciate our wine for what it truly is. At this time, we are going to pause for a quick sponsorship break, and when we come back, we will open up a bottle of Jenny Don Cellars 2017 Chardonnay. This week's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Jenny Don Cellars. Join the podcast team this Sunday, October 27th, at the Somalier Smackdown, a charity event hosted by the Guadalupe Clinic. This event Located at the Crestview Country Club at 1000 North 127th Street East, Wichita, Kansas, will pit wine connoisseurs against one another who have been tasked with pairing two wines with delectable creations from the host and participating restaurants. Attendees will be able to vote for their favorite, and we would love to see Jenny Don Sellers supporters there. Tickets for this event are available at www.guadalupeclinic.org under their events tab, with proceeds going directly to the Guadalupe. Lupe Clinic. Welcome back to Wineication. I'm your host, Jennifer McDonald. So I'm really excited to open up a bottle of our Chardonnay this evening. Um, our 2017 Chardonnay won best of class in the San Francisco Chronicle wine competition back in January of this year. And it can be purchased at eight out of our 12 wine retailers that are currently carrying our Jenny Don Cellars wines. So you can pick up a bottle at Auburn Spirits, Auburn Wine and Spirits, Cambridge Liquor, R&J Liquor, DJ Liquor, Brewski Barn and Wine Cellar, and Arlen's Fine Wine and Spirits. The wine is absolutely delicious. It's extremely well balanced with a mix of green apple, pear, and citrus. It has nice acidity with a creamy mouthfeel. So our wine was fermented and aged in neutral French oak with a small percentage of new oak. So this wine will age beautifully in the bottle. The grapes came from Rogers Creek Vineyard in Sonoma Coast, and I blended and crafted this wine in Napa, California. So Kale, what do you think makes our Jenny Don Cellars Chardonnay stand out? Well, I think the first thing is, is that no other Chardonnay can say that they won the 2019 Chardonnay Best in Class from the San Francisco Chronicle in that 
category. So obviously that makes it stand out above the rest. But additionally for me, I think that this Chardonnay has a lot of energy and spice with really nice tropical and citric fruit, which I really enjoy. Um, but then on top of that, I just think it's the best wine I've ever had. <laughs> well, thank you. I think it's one of the best wines I've ever had as well. So, Gabby, what do you like personally most about our Chardonnay? I think it's what you have been saying this whole time, and it's how balanced it is. Now, typically, I'm one of those people that say I don't typically go for a Chardonnay, but Jenny's Chardonnay is just something else. It's It really has something that everybody can appreciate in it. That's what I like as well is we find that people who typically don't, you know, go to a Chardonnay, like that's not their go-to wine, they really appreciate our Chardonnay. And I'm really excited for our winery to open soon so we can release our newest Chardonnay from Sonoma Valley. I really like the Chardonnay grapes that are coming from Sonoma, period. They're just all very high quality. They make great, light, crisp, acidic, and complex wines. So Chardonnay is definitely going to be a wine that we will continue to produce year after year. Kale, were you much of a Chardonnay drinker before coming on board the Jenny Don Sellers team? I'm going to say absolutely not, just because I think every time someone had a Chardonnay around me, it was what we talked about earlier, that super buttery, very oaked flavor. And I am not a wine snob by any means. I'm the farthest thing from, but that a super buttery Chardonnay is one of the only things that will just make me stick my nose up and just be, no, no, thank you. I'll try something better. That's hilarious. I like that. So, Gabby, does it surprise you that Chardonnay is the most popular white wine in the world? Yes and no. Typically just because from the Midwest, we tend to go more towards sweet wines. And so, like, a Moscato would be very popular. But in terms of the entire world, yes, I could see how Chardonnay is the most popular white wine. Absolutely. So here in the Midwest, we definitely get asked wherever we go, do you have a Moscato? (laughs) And unfortunately, the answer is no. Um, Once we open our winery, we will have sweet wines available. We just aren't going to be producing a Moscato sweet wine. So it is kind of interesting here in the Midwest, we do find that people's palates tend to be a little bit sweeter if you look at mainstream wine drinkers, but definitely the uh, wine connoisseurs and the people who truly appreciate like high quality, great wine, um, you know, they, they appreciate a Chardonnay every once in a while and ours is definitely a go-to for them. So I hope you've enjoyed listening to our podcast this evening where we discussed everything Chardonnay. Before we sign off, I do want to give a quick update on our winery. So our winery is truly coming along. We were able to get the occupancy of our space on Friday. So we're super happy about that. We started moving furniture into our winery. We had to assemble a lot of it. So thank you, Kale, for helping with the assembly. But then we also got to add some really fun personal touches 
So if you're in the Wichita area and you came to a recent event, you, we asked you to sign a cork. And the corks that you signed are now on our wall at the winery. So we invite you to come in and look for your cork on the wall. Um, it's been really fun to, to decorate the space and to really see it come to life. Our primary color as a brand is purple. And so there's a lot of great splashes of purple in the winery space. Uh, one of the things that I love the most is our barrel chairs that have purple velvety cover. And then we also have these beautiful purple cabinets where we're going to store all of our Riedel wine glasses. So there's a lot of... Um, nice touches and finishes that we have in our winery space that I think will make people feel quite at home. Yeah, it's definitely been perfect because I've almost gotten used to the blandness of office life <laughs> since starting. And then when we walked into the winery as we've been getting everything ready, it's been so refreshing. And I do hope that people will see the same thing when they get the opportunity to leave their bland office cubicle and enjoy a moment at Jenny Don Cellars. Absolutely. I'm all about um, spaces and the energy that spaces give off. And so we just wanted our winery to have a really nice vibe, really great energy. And the decor, I think, plays a lot into that. So thank you to SPT and True Building and Occidental for helping me design my space. Well, it looks like we are out of time for this week's episode of Wineication. Make sure to tune in next week as we continue to discuss everything from wine, entrepreneurship, events, and diversity and inclusion. Don't forget to subscribe and share our episode with friends. Thanks for listening to Wineication. Cheers. Cheers.